Many believe that the age of religion and superstition is over, that mankind has finally moved past its days of worshiping gods, lists of commandments, and condemnations of sin. They would be wrong. Welcome to the world of new gods and new sins, a world we'll explore on tomorrow's world right now. Greetings and welcome to Tomorrow's World, where we help you make sense of the world through the pages of your Bible. We're delighted you're here. In this episode, we're going to discuss the world of new gods and new sins that surrounds us today. We're also going to offer you one of the most powerful and relevant DVDs I believe we've ever sent to our viewers, A World Gone Mad. As always, this DVD is completely free for the asking. Watch your screen for the details you need to get your DVD. Now, it may seem strange to speak of new gods, and please don't misunderstand me. What Jesus Christ told his disciples on that Passover evening 2,000 years ago is still true today. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. But the more you examine the world around you, increasingly you see a wilderness of new religions growing up like weeds. These aren't the traditional religions of the past, focused on the ancient gods of, say, the Greeks or the Egyptians or Norse mythology. Yet their followers are every bit as fiercely passionate as those ancient pagans may have been. And their devotion to their deities every bit as complete. The sort of gods we'll discuss today are reflected in the words God spoke to the prophet Ezekiel in his condemnation of ancient Israel, a condemnation that rings just as true today. Ezekiel wrote, And the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, these men have set up their idols in their hearts and put before them that which causes them to stumble into iniquity. They have set up idols in their hearts. It's easy to think of idols as statues of stone or gold, or even as engravings, icons, and other artwork. And such items often do violate the second of the Ten Commandments, to be sure. Yet God reveals here that idol worship goes far beyond what we create with our hands. Man is particularly adept at creating idols in his heart, false gods to which he devotes himself religiously, submitting his mind, his actions, his morals, and his conscience. And my friends, today we are living in a virtual pantheon of idols of the heart, political philosophies, social causes, identity issues, new worldviews. The world around us represents a growing collection of new gods ready for you to become their follower and ready with lists of enlightened new doctrines, new dogmas, and new sins for you to agree with and embrace as your own. More than that, these followers of these new gods are increasingly ready to wield power to force belief in their faith upon the world and ready to punish those who will not fall into line. Unlike biblical Christianity, which from the beginning sought to win people's hearts and minds through sound words and good example, the acolytes of these new gods are more like what is seen in the apostate Christianity that followed, willing to do whatever it takes 
to forcibly compel either confession or compliance. Whether it is the power of the courtroom, the power of the legislature, the power of the markets, or the power of the media, the faithful acolytes of these new gods seek to punish anyone who dares defy the faith to which they have devoted themselves so fully. In a moment, we'll begin our look at several of these new gods, including one that I freely admit truly breaks my heart. But first, let me give you an opportunity to request today's powerful free offer, our DVD titled, A World Gone Mad. Civilization is on the tipping point. I know you have noticed. We are seeing times that are beginning to fit the Bible's descriptions of civil discord and upheaval, in which even the most sensible of social agreements and common understandings are being torn to pieces by a world descending into madness. Containing material never aired on television, this DVD dives deeply into many of the forces that are driving the insanity. On this free DVD, longtime evangelist and television presenter Richard Ames introduces the subject and sets the stage for three presentations that bring reason and sanity back to bear on our disintegrating society. Gerald Weston tackles the subject of growing suppression of thought and ideas and the desire of power players in the world to control how you think. I tackle the subject of division and highlight the social engineers who endlessly seek to pit us against each other. Then Rod McNair exposes the attempts to revise history as others seek to reshape the past in their own image. With Richard Ames arriving again to wrap up our findings and remind us of God's word on these matters. In fact, all of these topics are analyzed from the perspective of God's eternal word with the clarity and pull no punches style you've come to respect from tomorrow's world. You need to understand why the world around you is going insane. You need this free DVD, A World Gone Mad. Here's the information you need for your free copy, and I'll be right back to address the first of our modern day new gods. Dive deeper into God's Word with today's free offer. All you need to do is call 1-800-236-0531 or go to twtv.org mad. Experience the excitement and fulfillment that comes through a better understanding of God's Word. This offer, backed by the truth of Scripture, will guide you in the study of the Bible. This timeless material is straightforward, easy to understand, and will strengthen your knowledge of this important topic. We want you to understand the truth of Scripture and believe it should never be sold. That is why we are making this available to you absolutely free. If you're calling for the first time, you will also receive a free annual subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine. Ten inspiring issues full of news, science, and historical articles will help you make sense of your world through the pages of the Bible. People around the world are turning to Tomorrow's World as their one source for truth, prophecy, and hope. Call now. Welcome back. Let's take a look at some of the philosophies, worldviews, and mindsets of man that have been elevated to the status of godhood in our society today. The first we'll consider is science. This one breaks my heart because I love science. Proverbs 25 and verse 2 tells us it is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but the glory of kings is to search out a matter. And to me, 
the practice of science demonstrates one of the best examples of searching out a matter. Through the scientific method, human life has been greatly enhanced and many sources of human disease, discomfort, and distress have been addressed. We've learned some of the secrets of the universe and our understanding of our world is richer for it. Yet science isn't God. It doesn't tell us right from wrong. The theories and experiments that revealed the secrets of the subatomic world also allowed us to build the weapons that would devastate Hiroshima and Nagasaki in 1945, killing thousands. No matter. When one is kicking God out of civilization, something has to take his place. And those who don't understand the limitations of science, or don't care, are happy to build altars to its name and declare it one of the new gods. And like any other god, the religion its worshipers creates has its orthodoxies, dogmas, and sins. As if invoking the name of their god, people seek to win arguments by claiming they have the science on their side, regardless of whether, in reality, scientific studies give support to the other position too. Scientists are treated like priests, delivering the word of God, and the view of the majority of scientists is considered canonical truth, such that those who dare to disagree with that canon are considered heretics to be burned at the stake, even if they are scientists themselves. Think that's harsh? Real life experience says otherwise. The website Free Science lists the names of several scientists who have experienced virtual excommunication for their willingness to dissent from the dogma of evolution. They have faced loss of positions, the loss of jobs, investigations by their departments, cancellation of their courses. In one case, that of double PhD biologist Richard Sternberg, even the United States Office of Special Counsel concluded in its investigation it is clear that a hostile work environment was created with the ultimate goal of forcing you out of the SI, that is the Smithsonian Institute, all because he had allowed a peer-reviewed paper sympathetic to evidence of design in life instead of evolution to be published in a science journal. Because when science is elevated to the status of false god, even a hint of disagreeing with evolution is a heresy, and heresy is not to be tolerated. Another new god that many lump in with science, though not at all exactly the same, is the new god of climate change. And let me be upfront, it makes good sense to be good stewards of the earth. Man wasn't made for the earth, but the earth was made for man. And it makes sense to wisely manage our resources. And I'm not here to argue about whether global climate is actually changing or whether mankind is the chief cause of that change. Those things are beside the point because once climate change has been elevated to the status of godhood, all things are thrown out of perspective. No other good matters next to serving the divine desires of climate change and moral good and evil become determined by nothing more than their environmental impact. Destroy a nation's productive capacity, economic systems, and social structures to achieve a Green New Deal and save the environment. No problem. For the new god of climate change, the ultimate moral good is caring about the earth. 
or at least appearing to others as though you care about the earth. Political science professor Michael Munger made this point in a 2019 article for the American Institute for Economic Research. Upon giving a presentation at a recycling conference about how recycling glass is actually bad for the environment, given the pollution involved, the carbon cost, expense, etc., he expected pushback from the attendees, all of whom were die-hard recyclers. What he received instead surprised him. He writes, One fellow was perfectly forthcoming. Oh, we all know it makes no sense to recycle glass. The economic case is easy. But people should still recycle because it's simply the right thing to do. It's not about the actual environment. It's about enlisting people to care about the symbol of the environment. Overall, recycling is still worth doing regardless of its effects. A young woman piped up. It's okay to say that sort of thing here because we are insiders, but it's better not to talk about the economics of things to the general public. We need to help train them to care about the environment, and recycling is one of the best ways to do that. The message I had worried about and expected to be controversial was old hat to the industry folks. But it was beside the point, because recycling was for them a moral imperative. Once you begin to think of recycling as a symbol of religious devotion rather than a pragmatic solution to environmental problems, the whole thing makes more sense. Going meatless because you're concerned about the cattle industry's impact on global warming, deciding not to have children so as to reduce humanity's carbon footprint, such steps are small prices to pay to ensure one satisfies the demands of the new god of climate change. But eat a burger, have a large family, or fail to recycle that soda bottle and be prepared to be called out as a sinner. In our next segment, we'll continue our look at the growing pantheon of new gods. But first, let me take a brief moment to give you another opportunity to request today's free DVD a world gone mad. We're living in a time of unprecedented social change. Concepts of right and wrong and social norms that have been understood and accepted for centuries are being tossed out. Free speech is being suppressed in favor of officially approved speech. Social engineers are dividing our society up into smaller and smaller pieces. And academics are seeming to rewrite history to suit their ideologies. This free DVD, A World Gone Mad, powerfully addresses these topics and is nothing like anything Tomorrow's World has ever produced before, with all new material never seen on television, contributed by all four Tomorrow's World presenters. We're living in days of unfolding prophecy, and you need bold and unflinching analysis of what is going on, analysis that shows no fear willing to speak difficult truths instead of comfortable lies. This DVD, A World Gone Mad, does just that. It's free of charge, just like everything on Tomorrow's World. Contact us right now to get your free DVD, A World Gone Mad. And in just a moment, I'll be right back to call out one of the most troubling new gods of our age. You won't want to miss it. Find real answers, gain hope, and learn the truth of Scripture faster than ever before. All you need to do is call or go to TWTV.org mad.
Welcome back. We have examined two of the new gods of the modern age. Our next new god is sexual anarchy. When it comes to sex, the biblical model is simple. Humanity was created male and female, categories obvious in their biology, and they were created for each other, so that when man and woman committed to each other before God in marriage, then the benefits of marriage were available to them, including sexual intimacy and the children that would follow. Yet the new God of sexual anarchy dictates that sexuality and sexual nature is not bound by any rules or constraints or natural laws at all. In the eyes of the devotees of this new God, the list of sins is long and detailed, but they can be summarized fairly simply. Anyone claiming to believe in biblical concepts of gender, sexuality, and marriage is to be labeled at best a prude and at worst a bigot. Such ideas are considered far too restrictive by the worshipers of sexual anarchy. And as the word anarchy implies, everything is up for grabs. Sex is no longer confined to marriage, and marriage itself has been redefined to include any two people, regardless of their gender. In fact, even gender has been redefined, no longer correlating to the two sexes, male and female, but freed to move fluidly along a spectrum of possibilities, a spectrum without rules, constraints, or boundaries. Each year, many children are sacrificed to this new god of sexual anarchy. Children not considered old enough to vote, serve in the military, or drive a car are allowed to make fundamental and far-reaching decisions about changing their gender that will change their lives forever. Even the courts have recently recognized at least some of the problems in such a position. On December 1st, 2020, the BBC reported on a case brought against the UK's National Health Service by several individuals, including a young woman who had been prescribed hormone blockers as a teenager to help her irreversibly prevent puberty, in line with her then desire to be a male. The claimants won the case, arguing that children simply do not have the capacity to make decisions like that. In the words of one of the judges, it is highly unlikely that a child aged 13 or under would be competent to give consent to the administration of puberty blockers. It is doubtful that a child aged 14 or 15 could understand and weigh the long-term risks and consequences of the administration of puberty blockers. But don't expect the true believers in sexual anarchy to abandon their faith after one small setback. They will continue to seek to punish those individuals who believe biblical sexuality and morality is best for society. And sacrifices will continue to be made as they march their faith forward. In fact, faith in the new God of sexual anarchy is only one sect in a host of new religions that fall under a broader new God. Much like the gods of ancient Greece were under Zeus or the gods of the Romans under Jupiter, this larger new God could be dubbed social revolution. Part of the power of this new God is its ability to be cast in the image of the worshiper if you believe sexual and gender norms are the great Satan preventing society from progressing, 
then revolution centers around that. If you're a woman's studies major at an Ivy League university and believe that the world won't be safe until the patriarchy is destroyed, then the new God of social revolution is prepared to bless your cause. If you believe capitalism is the real bane of society, no matter how many lives it has helped, then the God of social revolution is ready with placards, signs, and even Molotov cocktails to help you press for socialism, communism, or even anarchy if you prefer. And if the dream of Martin Luther King Jr. that his children will be judged by the content of their character instead of the color of their skin seems not quite enough, then the God of social revolution is ready to arm you with critical race theory, arming you for battle on social media and indoctrination in schools and workplaces. New gods bring new sins. And for the God of social revolution, the greatest sin is increasingly thought crime, taken right out of the pages of George Orwell's 1984. Those who think differently than the worshipers of social revolution must be canceled, sanctioned, and publicly disavowed. University professors are threatened with job loss. Prestigious and successful writers, such as J.K. Rowling, are threatened with boycotts and other media figures find their livelihoods endangered by discoveries of past tweets or comments to the media, as inquisitions examine every public statement to ensure their thinking is pure. Sometimes, after paying penance through very public apologies or social media posts in which they recant their former positions and declare fidelity to the new faith, individuals may be forgiven though they tend to remain tainted. The sin of wrong thinking is simply not to be tolerated. Concerning the new God of social revolution, we dive into far more detail in today's free offer, A World Gone Mad. Our civilization continues down a path of insanity, and many are simply afraid to tell you the truth, but we're not. This DVD is a no-holds-barred explanation of why our cities are seeing riots, why our schools are being transformed, and why our fellow citizens all over the world are increasingly at each other's throats, all illuminated by Bible prophecy, the teachings of Jesus Christ, and the light of God's law. A World Gone Mad contains all new material never shown on television from all four Tomorrow's World presenters. In days such as these, when the world seems to be rushing headlong into insanity, you need the stability, insight, and truth that only God's Word can provide. Here is the information you need to get your free copy of this riveting DVD, A World Gone Mad. And when we come back, we'll discuss the ancient power that's really behind the new gods of today. Dive deeper into God's Word with today's free offer. All you need to do is call 1-800-236-0531 or go to twtv.org mad. Experience the excitement and fulfillment that comes through a better understanding of God's Word. This offer, backed by the truth of Scripture, will guide you in the study of the Bible. This timeless material is straightforward, easy to understand, and will strengthen your knowledge of this important topic. We want you to understand the truth of Scripture and believe it should never be sold. That is why we are making this available to you absolutely free. 
If you're calling for the first time, you will also receive a free annual subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine. Ten inspiring issues full of news, science, and historical articles will help you make sense of your world through the pages of the Bible. People around the world are turning to Tomorrow's World as their one source for truth, prophecy, and hope. Call now. Welcome back. In a sense, these new gods act more like the old gods of ancient mythology than they might seem. Like the stories of the Greek gods bickering back and forth in jealousy and spite, these false gods do the same from time to time. For instance, scientific studies that disagree with the conclusions of sexual anarchists are deemed hateful and inaccurate, not on factual grounds, but ideological. And even within the individual faiths generated by these new gods, there's internal strife and conflict. Some of the most passionate and ugly debate that you will find on the internet takes place between feminists and gender identity advocates. But these new gods are older than they appear for far deeper reasons. Each of them is simply a manifestation of a very different sort of false god who has reigned here on earth for quite some time, Satan the devil. Referring to him as the God of this age, or in the King James, the God of this world, the Apostle Paul explains how Satan uses tactics like these false gods and idols of the heart to distract people from the truth that the real God of the Bible would have them understand. But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. Since the devil enticed Eve to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and gave to her husband to eat with her, mankind has trusted in his own philosophies, systems of government, and explorations of the world around him, instead of the God who made him and who has a purpose for him. These new gods are simply the latest in a long line of manifestations of a deceived mankind's misplaced trust in his own foolishness. But thankfully, God has not abandoned us to our foolishness. He will send Jesus Christ back to this earth to restore all things and to usher in the kingdom of God, the only true hope for humanity. In the light of that kingdom, the new gods will be judged, just as the gods of Egypt were when the Almighty freed the children of Israel. Science will be returned to its natural place as a tool for exploring the creation. Sexual anarchy will be replaced by peace of mind by the one who created sex. The environment will be healed and mankind will be taught balanced ways of maintaining it for the good of humanity and the ultimate social revolution will have taken place. All of society will look to God for His guidance, wisdom, and love. May Christ soon return and save us from the day of new gods by pointing the world to the true one. Please don't forget to order your free DVD, A World Gone Mad. And don't forget to join us again next week. Gerald Weston, Richard Ames, Rod McNair, and I will be right here waiting to share with you the teachings of Jesus Christ, the hope of the coming kingdom of God, and the prophecies of your Bible. Until then, take care.
Find real answers, gain hope, and learn the truth of Scripture faster than ever before. All you need to do is call or go to twtv.org mad. People around the world are turning to tomorrow's world as their one source for truth, prophecy, and hope. Call now. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God. 